Oh, hi, Munchers. Welcome to another episode of Monday Movie Munchy Madness. This is your co-host, Michael. This week we saw Shape of Water, which uh, was not on the schedule originally. We said we were going to see downsizing, but after hearing awful things about it, we decided, you know what, let's go see a masterpiece by Guillermo del Toro. We want to remind you that this is a two-way conversation here, so if you want to, hit us up, Twitter, uh, at MMMMMPod, or uh, at NickOwen2, or at MBCOMN, MBCommon, and uh, we'll get back to you. You know, we would love to hear your questions. Um, you can also hit us up on Gmail at MMMMMPod at gmail.com, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash MMMMMPod. Anyway, we hope you really uh, we hope you really enjoy this cast. So here we go. Also, this will contain spoilers. Yes, yes. This uh, this whole beginning spiel is about the spoilers. So don't be surprised if there's some spoilers in this, because there will be some spoilers. Welcome to Munchy Monday Movie Madness. Woo. I'm Nick Owen. I'm joined here by Michael. Michael, you brought your uh, fish friend here. Are you guys in love? Is this true love? Uh, it's true love, uh, and he's actually a god. He's a god. He's a god. Fish god, as it turns out. Fish man god. Fish man god guy. Um, as always, mathematicians back. Crunching the numbers. Crunching the Shiver numbers. Water. A lot of numbers going around in this movie. Yeah. Um, He's a human calculator. <laughs> Last week we saw Star Wars. Uh, he, you didn't like it. I liked it. Yeah. That's about the gist of it. Um, Still Star Wars, though. Yeah. And there were some problems with the with the podcast last week. For some reason, uh, a little trailer talk and our predictions got cut off. Yeah, we lost the last end of the podcast. a lot of good content. Yeah, it was really, it was really sad. Yeah, you guys missed out on a lot of good podcast minutes we're sorry but we're keeping a much closer eye on the recording equipment this week to make sure that we don't have a repeat of last week yeah a lot of good minutes lost minutes we'll never get back and you'll never get to experience yeah so we Uh, apologize yeah i'm very sorry yeah we're sorry um this week we saw the shape of water yeah, and I just realized this podcast is going to come out on Christmas, so Merry Christmas, Munchers. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Not exactly a Christmas movie. Not, no, not at all. I mean, if you choose to see it on Christmas, that makes it a Christmas movie. <laughs> sure. But it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, in that case, I've seen some weird uh, Christmas movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we didn't have some official predictions, right? No. But you probably had a general idea had, of where you're, general idea. where you're coming in. I was going in at about an eight for this movie. I'm a big Guillermo del Toro guy. Yeah. I think he's a true artist with the, with the, uh, with the cinema here. Yeah. I think, I mean, for my prediction, I think there's some biases, some definitely, some her- heuristics, I think they're called. Sure, sure. Um, going into this, this prediction. Yeah. But uh, I was probably coming in around like a six. Okay. Well, I'd love to hear where where you left then. If you're coming in at a six, well, I don't know. I've never seen any Guillermo del Toro because everything looks so weird. And it like, is. 
Yeah, well, I guess I, I look still... At, look, still, he's still, a weird dude. Look at yeah, him. he looks like a weird guy. Um, but, like, what What are some of your favorite Del Toro movies? Uh, I mean, my favorite is Pan's Labyrinth. Um, but he also did but Hellboy. Hellboy, uh, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. I mean, I didn't see Pacific Rim, but Hellboy was good. They're all good sort of in their own in their own way. They just see, almost seem too strange for me. So I came in pretty low because this didn't look extremely strange, I guess. I don't know. It didn't yeah. seem as strange as Pan. I'm thinking of Pan's Labyrinth every time. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, this was weirder than Pan's Labyrinth, I think. Right. I mean, it's, Well, yeah, this turned okay. out to be super weird. Well, the thing about Pan's Labyrinth is like, it's about a little girl's imagination. And, and so there's a lot of like weird creatures and stuff, but it's a world that only she exists in. Which like creature she like kind of made up. Right. So that's her, like if you yeah. think about that as a kid's imagination, then it's not reality. Yeah. And that's yeah. not, that's not so weird. That's not so weird. Yeah. But this was, this was, this was weird. weird. Uh, this was, uh, Sally Hawkins, right? That's, yeah. What was her, her name? Uh, like Amelia or something like that. Yeah. Elisa. Elisa. Um, she, can't, she doesn't talk, mm-hmm. but she does bang a fish person. Yes. Like, I don't... What do you describe this guy as? Is it, <laughs> He's like the creature from the... What do, they, what do they call that thing? It was like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Or something. That's him. Wasn't that a... I don't know. Wasn't that a movie in like the 50s? Probably. I don't know. So he's like... He's, he looks like... Well, I mean, he's got the build of a, uh, of a man, right? Yeah. But he obviously... He looks just like the creature from the Black Lagoon from 1954. Yeah. Okay. And if you look at the cover, like, the, if you look at the movie poster, that the creature, that that is that was the last scene of the yeah, movie. Yeah. Except she's not screaming. No, she's not dead. And she's not dead. But yeah, he's basically the creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay, so he's like a he's like a man who lives underwater. Yeah. And. Uh, Sally or Elisa, who is a maid at like this, uh, it's like, like a government facility, yeah, this like they... intelligence agency right. facility. Um, she takes him home, mm-hmm. and then bangs him. Yeah, they have sex multiple times, and then like uh, the dude she lives with, Giles. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Or there's, lives next to, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, Octavia Spencer's character, both are like think nothing of it. They're just like, "Oh, you bang this this fish." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, that's okay. That's it they're, seems like true love." Actually, kind of happy for. Her. Yeah. <laughs> that was obviously the most absurd part about it, right? <laughs> yeah, that was that was the hardest part of the movie to, to sort of get past because <laughs> the thing about the movie is it's so beautifully shot and and so well done and. It looks so great. Yeah, you you have to get great acting performances. Absolutely, but you have to get past the fact that she's (laughs) banging this swamp creature. Not only that, not only is she banging it, but people are just like okay with it and like all about it. Yeah, like so happy for her. It's like at the beginning of the movie, everyone's all about her. Uh Like you know, she's coming out of her uh, apartment and. Oh, like, yeah, but the neighborhood loves her. Yeah, they're giving away, giving her like free movie tickets, and like everyone's saying hi, and like she seems like a nice person, and everyone's super nice to her. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like she bangs a this alien. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's just like, yeah, 
finally you found true love with this with this alien person. Now is that is that woke of her or is that is that I guess it I guess she, it has is she to a be a sexual right? predator. <laughs> no, he's the sexual predator. The, what the monster is? Yeah, the fish guy. The fish guy. The fish god. Yeah, is he? Seems like she was taking advantage of him. Maybe not. Maybe it was true love. Yeah. If anything, it was true love. But yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Did he have to, like, sleep with her because he felt, like, obligated because she got him out of the facility? I mean, he didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, he certainly didn't have to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he was into her. Yeah. He did light up all blue when she touched him. Um, she, she jerked off every morning. Yeah, she did. So she's very, uh, she's very sexual <laughs> throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, and it's weird because her, I mean, she she had this very like sympathetic demeanor. Yeah, she was very like timid and sort of sympathetic as a character. Pretty shy, yeah. Yeah, but she definitely had this this very uh, she had this wild streak where she was very yeah very sexually active, and then uh, she meets a fish god. Let's talk about his godlike features. He yeah. just he gave that he he cures baldness. He cures baldness. He's got that Wolverine thing where he can just like heal himself. Yeah, exactly. And, and heal other people. And heal other people, yeah. Um In the Amazon he was worshipped as a god, and they think this is why. Why? He had these healing abilities. He can't die. That's the assumption. Yeah, he can't die. And he can heal people. Yeah. I mean he was getting kind of He's kind of a player. Ill. I think he might have been a player, too. <laughs> yeah. It certainly seems yeah. like. <laughs> I don't think that was his first romp. <laughs> he's been around for thousands of years. Yeah. I think he's got to figure it out by now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got a thing for human women, probably. That's the assumption here. Yeah, definitely is the assumption. Yeah. Um, Do you think he knows Matt Damon? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> they, they might roll in the same circles. I don't know. Okay. Um, let's talk about uh, some of these performances in yeah. this movie. Yeah, definitely. Because I was all about Michael Shannon, Octavia yeah. Spencer. Yeah. Uh, Sally Hawkins is great, but like people were talking about Oscars for Sally Haw- Hawkins, like Best Actress. You and know? She did play Mute. Yeah, that's. I think. Isn't that easier? Yeah, it's easier. You well, don't have to have conversations. But you have to you have to express yourself through hand hand signing, and just like better facial acting too, you know. Yeah. She was uh, so she had that one scene where she was trying to get Richard Jenkins' character Giles Giles yeah. Giles I don't know how to, I don't know how to say this yeah. Giles Giles, but she was trying to get I think him it was to, Giles right to help free the, the the fish guide. Yeah. She was very expressive considering she didn't say anything. In what part? When she's like trying to convince him to go and she's got him by the uh, lapels. Yeah. And he's like, I have to go. This is my second chance. My second chance to be a, in advertising. He was making jello ads. Um, I think. I don't know how many best actress movies we've seen, but I could think of another one off the top of my head. Three, three, billboards. three billboards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are you taking? Right now, Francis or Sally? I mean, 
After seeing both of them? Because I've seen... Uh, well, you're taking Francis. You're taking Francis? Yeah. You're taking Sally? But you've well, also seen I've Lady seen Lady Bird. Bird. I'm I taking seen Lady Bird. Sasha over both of them? Yeah. And I've heard good things. But I gotta see Lady Bird. Yeah. So you're just taking Sasha. I'm sticking with Francis for now. Uh, yeah, no, she, Sally did a great job for sure, but I just don't... I don't know. The Just the the range that, that Francis goes to is much wider than the range that um, Sally went to I think yeah yeah I would agree with you okay but it was good I mean she did great and uh, Richard Jenkins had a great performance Michael Shannon had a great performance like you said yeah um, Michael Shannon's character is like so ruthless and yeah. it's so funny every time it was funny <laughs> he's the only character I think that got laughs out of during this movie yeah people People were laughing. I was like, whoa. I was not expecting laughter out of this movie. He's, he's a pretty dark character. Yeah, very yeah. dark. Yeah. He the, rips his own fingers. Yeah, I was going to say, at the end, he, like, his fingers are just getting so black that he's disgusting. Like, how do you get them reattached? Uh, they, he said sur- they surgically reattached them, like, all the ligaments and everything. Yeah. And they weren't sure if they are going to take. Well, they, they didn't take. Obviously, they didn't. Because they were all black. And people were saying that they, they <laughs> smelled, smelled bad. Yeah. <laughs> Just disgusting. Yeah. Dude, your fingers. Your fingers are rotting they're off. They're rotting. They're disgusting. Uh, and then he just rips them off. Yeah. In Octavia Spencer's house. Ah, disgusting. Just throws them on the carpet. Yeah. Now she's got to clean that up. She's cleaning all day at work. Now she's got to clean fingies off the floor yeah. in the house. Some crazy guy's fingers. Yeah. Rotted fingers. <laughs> yeah, that's not what you want to see at all. Not at all. Oh, uh, Amphibian Man is what they're calling the character. Played by Doug Jones. That's close to... Oh, look. He fish guy. He looks like him. Yeah, he does look like him. That's wow. weird. What's this guy been in? I don't recognize him. Uh, they said he... Was, was a- he the fawn? Oh, he was the fawn. He was... Uh, and the pale man. Okay. Oh, that's weird. Interesting. From Pan's Labyrinth? From Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. He looks like those guys, too. <laughs> He looks like a monster, which is uh, great. And he's he, Star Trek. This guy just plays characters. They said he was in costume for like 16 hours a day and Jesus. didn't take a piss once. What? Yeah. Really? Being around all that water? Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't put a zipper in for him? I guess not. Well, they, they couldn't just have that. Like, they describe how his... Uh, yeah, they do. His penis works in the yeah. movie. So... Why didn't they just have that for him? You'd think they could. Oh, he was in The Neighbors? Wait a minute. Is this, uh... Oh, no, that's not what I was thinking of. More than one thing called The Neighbors? Yeah, apparently more than one thing called The Neighbors. Um, Wow. Yeah, but great use of uh, prosthetics in that movie. How about that? They'll probably get an Oscar for that. That That thing looked crazy. Yeah, it was ridiculous looking. His eyes were so, like, big. And, and the way he blinked. Yeah, crazy looking. Yeah, and the gills, the way they, like... <laughs> yeah. The way he lit up when, when he got touched and stuff. He lit up all blue like that. So is, uh... Phosphorescence? Is it, yeah, that was crazy. Um, is Elisa now Amphibian Woman? A.K.A. Fish Girl? Was she all fish the time? Gal? She had those gills? The whole time, people thought they were scars, but they were just gills. Yeah, how did that happen? Or did he turn them into gills? 
I think he turned because him into Because he's a fish god. Yeah. And he can give gills out at will. I think he gave her fish gills. Yeah. But how did she get scratched? They said something happened to her as a baby, right? She was, like, adopted. Oh, so they weren't even scars. I think they were scars. Oh, they were scars. I thought they were, like... I'm not really sure what they were scratches. implying. They were implying something about her voice box. Like, she got scratched. Yeah. And it somehow affected her voice box. It almost seemed like maybe someone did it on purpose. Yeah. I'm not sure. But, yeah, she has gills by the end of the movie. Which, actually, at the very beginning, I thought those kind of like gills. Did you think that? I did think that yeah. for, a, for a second. It's very smart of you. Okay, so here's the thing about Guillermo. He's all about symbolism. Yeah. So did you see any? Um, I think there were some symbols. Now, we can break down what we think they mean. So the scars, gills, her connection to the, what are they calling him? What about stuff with like the water, or, like man. Michael Shannon not I washing like his Shannon. hands? Yeah, I think water was a big symbol. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, and it's got. I think you know, water. I think is a symbol for, and this may be coming out of left field here, but a symbol for Sally's sexuality, or we'll call her Elisa. Yeah. The character Elisa's sexuality, you know, with the bath, and then the that guy not washing his hands and her not being into his. Uh, very rapey sort of vibes you know what I mean yeah um, yeah so maybe that's what that is that's it's interesting that's what water stands for I didn't think about that the water guy is like obviously that's her the water guy yeah um, the fish god is like her, fish guy. her dream boat because he's he lives in water he, yeah, he can't he, survive he has to be, it. yeah he has to be surrounded by water yeah what other, what other symbols can we so what out? is the shape of water what shape is it? Um, it's the shape of love. Yeah. It's like a heart. So, yeah, it's like a heart. <laughs> heart shape. Yeah, exactly. Makes uh, sense. Eggs could be a symbol for fertility or just lunch. Nourishment. Yeah. Fertility, yeah. Fertility. That was a big symbol in, his, in uh, Pan's Labyrinth was fertility. Really? Yeah. What else? There was blood. There was a lot of blood. A lot of blood. Symbol for... So there, there was that scene in the... Uh, in the very beginning where he gets his like fingers chopped off. That came earlier in the movie than I was expecting. Yeah, exactly. I, I was a little worried that that was going to be like a key pop. I mean, it is kind of a key pop one, but... Yeah, but it happens very early on. I thought, it, yeah, I thought it was going to be like... Giving something away, but it really didn't. No, not at all. Yeah. They actually didn't give this movie away at all from the trailers. No. I didn't know what to expect going into it. No. Or, I mean, I guess I kind of thought, you know, they you knew about the escape and whatnot, but there was a lot more of that. Went so into. what's the blood uh, symbol for? I don't know. I wanted to go some real lying if we like violence, but that's too easy. Yeah. There is a lot of violence in this, in this movie. Yeah, dude, they both got shot at the end. Yeah. Dimitri. What's his name? Dr. Hofstetler. Dr. Bob Hofstetler. Dr. Bob Hofstetler, a.k.a. So this, Dimitri. Yeah, this guy's getting uh, Michael Stuhlberg. He's getting some... I think he's getting some supporting stuff for calling by your name. Oh, have you seen that? No. It's I only mean, been announced. Oh, it's. I think it's that. Oh, that says Call Me By Your Name sequel. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. 
but like everyone everyone in this movie is getting Oscar buzz interesting I'll check that out yeah the guy from Lady Bird is getting some best actor buzz this guy Michael Stuhlberg getting some supporting and uh, Army Hammer also get some supporting sure I'm looking at the uh Goldderby.com. Uh, Seven Psychopaths. Who's that? It comes up again. Michael Stuhlberg. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? No, but I've been meaning to. But I've been meaning to. I mean, I've been talking about it for like three podcasts now. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta do it. I remember you talking about it. Yeah, the Martin McDonough movie. Yeah. How about that Octavia Spencer, huh? I'm she a was big great. Octavia Spencer guy. She's so good. She's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I watched, I watched <laughs> The Help recently. Twice. I've never seen it. Oh, but so I'm good. sure that's like her best Anna, movie, right? was awesome. I haven't seen that either. Yeah, they're, they're, she's great in both of them. Yeah, of course she is. She's, she's great in everything. Yeah. What else is she in? Uh, she seems like she's been in a lot lately. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 121 acting credits. That's a lot. Yeah, she, she works, man. The TV series Mom. I haven't seen that. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> it's Anna Ferris. Oh, okay. Nah, but she's great at uh, everything. Snowpiercer? Of course. Uh, yeah. Snowpiercer. She's a great movie. Yeah. Yep. She sure is. She's incredible One in of everything. our favorite train movies. Yeah. Two of our favorite train movies, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> great point. Yeah. Get Octavia Spencer in more train movies, I guess, is the... Yeah, absolutely. Is the key here. Drag me to hell. Oh, she's in everything. Yeah, she's in everything. She's great wow. in all of it, too. Yeah, always great. Uh, she was great in this movie. Probably my favorite character, to be honest. She's, like, constantly complaining about her husband. Yeah. You don't talk for how long, and then you always... Just, you can't stop talking. Exactly. It's funny to me that uh, Elisa sort of surrounds herself with people who just talk all the time to themselves. Yeah. Like uh, Giles and uh, what was Octavius' character's name? Uh, Zelda. Yeah. Yeah, like Zelda. Giles and Zelda are just both constantly talking. Yeah. And uh, she just sits there and just like nods and yeah, <laughs> barely communicates. Barely communicates. But yeah. But it's fine because they they both talk enough for two people. Yeah. It seems like she was just like an extra for the longest time. We were just like Octavia Hawkins. Yeah. No, Octavia Spencer. Uh, yeah, she was. Yeah. And just kept doing it and doing it until all of a sudden she became a big actress yeah, yeah. Really cool actually. I wonder who saw her and was like oh wow <laughs> she needs to be you know in the yeah, spotlight get her in more yeah in everything exactly she finally just got her chance maybe Ted Danson and Becker oh yeah Ted Danson's a star maker probably <laughs> Becker Oh, oh, she I was in Becker? She was in Becker. Yeah, of she course was she was. in the middle. Oh, she my was God. Grounded for life. Was, I don't know. I've seen too much Becker. Darling Gray. <laughs> Octavia Spencer was definitely in Becker. <laughs> Do you like Becker? Yeah. It says she was I'm in big one time episode. Dancing, yeah. She was a ticket woman in one episode. I feel like... Uh, oh, it was ticket woman in one episode. But I feel like that's one of the shows that I was just at home, like, <clears throat> sick or whatever, and mm-hmm. watched a ton of. Or yeah. Like in the summer, just like at home. Yeah. I'm watching a ton of Beggar. He's and other like weird dude, shows. Ted Dancing cracks me up. Did you ever watch uh, what's that HBO one? Bored to Death. Bored to Death. Oh, yeah. that's so great. 
We're getting too much into television shows, see? Yeah, no, that, we got to do a new podcast that's not a new, like, yeah, a new podcast. Another podcast in addition to this podcast where we talk about TV shows. Of course. I just love to talk about Curb Enthusiasm and uh, Becker. Becker. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've been looking here for a moment at these goldderby.com Oscar like oh, odds. Sure. Let's get into I'm, it. I'm super interested in just like it's pretty volatile it seems like but these odds are uh, pretty interesting. So I was talking about how both Stuhlberg and Army Hammer for best supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Um, well these are the top five for best supporting actor right now. Uh, William Defoe is the f- Willem Defoe is the favorite for the Florida Project. Oh, I okay. So I heard his pod, his him talk on Marin's podcast yeah. about that, and I I want to see it. That sounds kind of incredible. Yeah, it sounds it looks cool. They, I've seen him trailer a couple times. They use like uh, real people in it, so he's what do you mean, like not actors? Yeah, like non like they went to a real place. Like they're real human beings and shot, but he went to a real place in and Florida. Sh- in Florida, and it's like this hotel about like transient families or something like that yeah and basically he was playing a character in the middle of all these people actually living their actual lives and he's playing a character within that and he was talking about just how hard that was and like the the challenge of that sure yeah so it's I, I want to see it just to see how that I also want to see it I mean of course if Willem, Willem Dafoe's a great actor if he's got uh, yeah if he's the favorite for best supporting we gotta see it for sure uh well my uh my personal leader they have at three to one odds Sam Rockwell yeah Sam Rockwell Um, but I haven't seen like of course and then we got Stuhlberg and Army Hammer they're at three and five Stuhlberg's seven to one and Army Hammer's ten to one for Call Me By Your Name interesting and then Richard Jenkins eight to one okay Shape of Water yeah which he was great Yeah, he was it was great he just played that character so well I just wonder if that character wasn't a little one-dimensional for a best actor. You know what I mean? Or for a best supporting actor. Yeah. Because he really, he did only have one speed. When he's sitting at the kitchen table and his kid's like kissing him on the cheek, like, I'm going to school, daddy. Yeah. And he just is like, grunts. What was with the pie? Yeah. With the pie? Yeah. Giles just wanted to, to hang out with that. That's who Richard Jenkins is. That's, oh, that's Giles. That's, oh, okay. Never mind. I got confused. I was thinking Michael Shannon for a second. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, but... Sorry. Childs is getting best supporting. Okay. Oh, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Because yeah. he definitely had a bigger, much bigger range in this movie. Well, yeah. So what was up with the pie, though? Yeah, he was just... He he was... He loved that gross... Yeah, uh, he was just in love with that guy who worked at the pie shop. Yeah. And kept buying the grossest, like, pie. Yeah, just going home it's and like sticking the green. What, what flavor is that? It's key lime. But it uh, was just like... Like bright green. People were really jello, clearly. So jello is another symbol in this movie, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty weird. And like not even just jello, but like green jello. You know? Like because yeah. he made the first ad with red jello and they're like, no, nah, it's green jello. And, and like he had the paintings it. of the red jello. Yeah. So he's painting red jello and then he paints green jello. Yeah. What did I see? One of the signs on the movie theater that's right outside their apartment said scientifically air-conditioned I thought that was great yeah it's very like 1950s or whatever the what was the actual setting for this movie 60s 60s so it just seemed very it seemed very much like 
air conditioning is this brand new thing. So yeah. that's scientifically air conditioned. Yeah. Some new science has yeah. come out and it's air conditioning. Yeah, some serious science. So while we're talking about Oscars, uh, Best Actress has Frances McDormand, Saoirse Ronan, Sally Hawkins. Wow. One, two, three. All right, I got to see Lady Bird so I can really pick a front runner for that race. Yeah. And then four or five is uh, Meryl Streep in the post and... Because you gotta have Meryl Streep. Dude, Meryl Streep's gonna be nominated. She, yeah, she, was she in a movie this year? Then she's not. She's nominated. nominated. Yeah, of course. And then, uh, but Mar- that movie does look amazing. <laughs> of course, it's it was like, so good. It's a good. It looks like another classic journalism movie. Like, yeah, uh, I love journalism movies. Yeah. I watched. Uh, They're all good. All the President's Men this week. My yeah, brother and I watched it. So good. Spotlight, of course, another great movie. Oh, awesome. Um, and then Margot Robbie, number five. Uh, I Tanya. I Tanya. Yeah. We we nearly saw that today. Nearly. Well, I still want to see it. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll see it. Don't you worry, Munchers. We'll see it. When was the last time you checked our uh, Gmail account? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, you never have. We don't need to do it. Right now. I have. I'm doing it. What was your guys' scores for this movie? I don't think I heard. Yeah, we didn't say. Yeah, we did say we we had to give our predictions. Okay. Are you ready, Nick? Uh, yeah, I think Wait, I'm. So, what was your prediction, Nick? Six, six, six with six. some heuristics. Uh, this is this is not good. We don't have any emails from any of you guys. If you yeah. if anyone sends us an email, we're gonna read it on air. Yeah. We are first, our first. A bit of first mailbag uh, segment. Yeah, the first of the mailbag segment. We love to do the mailbag segment. We want to. We want to do. Talk like, about it for weeks. We've been talking about it. We've been encouraging you to. Yeah. to you know, I'm write in. I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's stuff. already a, a soundbite on deck. Yeah. Oh yeah. We sent that request in weeks ago. Yeah. It's gonna be ready. I'm sure it's ready. You know, he probably just feels bad to, uh, we haven't had any mail, yeah. so he hasn't sent it to us yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a little be, embarrassing be, for us. That'd be a little blow. <laughs> yeah, it's real low. <laughs> be like, oh, here's your new sound clip. Oh, wait, you don't have anything to go in that sound clip? Yeah. I mean, I'll write Please. us an email if I have to. But yeah, you can email us about anything, too. You know, movie-related would be nice, but we're open to whatever you got yeah. at this point. So I'm sorry to interrupt. What was your, uh, what was your number coming out of this movie? Prediction of six... Actual number is seven. I can't get over how weird it is. It's like, it can't be a truly great movie because... It's too weird. It is just absurd on every level. (laughs) Okay. All right, well, I came in with an eight, and I'm leaving with an eight and a half. Oh, wow. You know what? I just, I respect his movie making so much. Yeah. I knew you were going to like it no matter what. Yeah. It's weird as hell. It's weird as hell. And... I, it's weird. It's like super the, weird, but it's the scene so where she well done. The, uh, the, yeah. the bathroom. It's weird, but he shot a, them flooding the bathroom, you know, yeah, and like it, it underwater cool. scenes, yeah. and I mean, even the beginning, the beginning when everything's floating in the apartment and stuff. He's the one who he uses, you know, CGI the way it's meant to be used, you know, like a sort of dream sequence, opening sequence. Yeah, the costumes were fantastic. The acting was out of this world. The setting was beautiful you know they had period correct cars theaters apartments everything yeah, the was theater everything love, was great i love old of scenes like of old theaters yeah uh, me too. like with people, the old movies playing too yeah exactly like the well two scenes of, in this movie i really enjoyed with the theater was 
the first one where he escapes out of her apartment Mm -hmm. and he's just standing there watching the movie like just standing there like this wet fish guy in the middle of the theater what what was he watching huge it was like Cleopatra or something yeah I don't I I didn't actually remember I bet there's some symbolism in what movie they were watching probably yeah um and then the second one was what, when they flooded the the yeah. uh, bathroom and just leaking onto the old guy sleeping. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's laying there with his mouth open. Yeah, it's me at the theater just sleeping. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I saw I saw another movie this week, Wonder Wheel, Woody Allen movie. Oh, how was that? I saw that trailer. It was okay. But <clears throat> I just wanted to talk about how like there's a little kid in that movie mm-hmm. who just always just trying to go to the theater like Kate Winslet is his mom and she just finds him in the theater and she's like you gotta go to school he's like no they just changed the movie here like I gotta I gotta see the new picture it's <laughs> great uh, yeah that, that was like uh, things like that old uh, golden age of Hollywood or something like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that what they call it yeah definitely was that the, I don't know if that was the golden age. The 60s. I don't know either. <laughs> but those were great, great stuff. And then the TV shows too. They had all those old variety shows, with all the dancing. Oh uh, yeah, I love the shots where they, they go through the floor and they show the interior shot of the floor and then they show the theater. Yeah. You know where they go from her apartment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those are cool. And and that one scene where she actually sings. Yeah. She's sitting at the kitchen table and she's trying to express how much she'll miss her fish guy. Yeah. So goes, she, was she actually singing? So that's what I th- I thought like oh he's well if he's got the power to heal he'll heal her voice box and she'll be able to speak was where my mind was going yeah I don't think she was but actually I saying I don't think she was either I think it was all in her head yeah, she was yeah. just trying to express how she felt and the way she expresses herself was through the dancing and through the singing that she saw in those variety shows yeah oh the stair dance stair dance is so hard I know <laughs> I love that they use that too that's what he said when they were watching he's yeah, like oh watch this. That's like a famous clip though. That it's Shirley Temple and uh, yeah. what's that guy, Mr. Bojangles? Is that what it is? I think so. No way. <laughs> yeah, it is. Mr. Bojangles. Little Colonel Bojangles. Oh, watch his stair dance. And uh, Shirley so Temple. It was good. Oh, it's actually it, it's, it's, it's Bill Robinson. It's probably a movie. It might get a, a a point bump from me at some point. Maybe I don't know. Okay. Because just because like, I'm sure I'm gonna be thinking about this movie for like the next week and a half. Yeah, you'll be thinking about it for the next week. I I think, like for me the for me, I just think for me, Bill Burr does all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, like when I saw Pan's Labyrinth for the second third time, I see more every time, especially with that symbolism. I actually. I took a film class and they, we had to point out the symbolism in it and then I was oh that's right that does make sense yeah so this movie as weird as it is I'm gonna definitely have to see it again I'm, yeah as weird as, I was just thinking the same thing as weird as it is I'm watching it no I'm gonna right. watch it till I understand it <laughs> yeah that's what I'm gonna do sure so that takes one more two more whatever it takes whatever it takes you want to do any other segments here? Any what's up with this? What's up with that? What's up with this? What's up with that? Oh, the soundbite. Oh, there is. There is a new soundbite. Did we use the soundbite last time? We didn't use it last time because we didn't. That section got cut off. Yeah. 
you can talk about what you talked about last week. Did that section get cut it off? It got cut off. Oh, well, let's talk about it. Uh, I just wanted to make a comment on how uh, Disney bought Fox. Yeah. And how, personally, I mean, I think the general consensus between us two is that it's just going to be, like, bigger, watered-down movies. Like, a lot more bigger, watered-down trash. Like, yeah. Definitely. Right. Yeah. They'll take they'll take they'll just take whatever it is that was already created, they'll rip the heart right out of it and they'll stuff it with stuffing and they'll put it on a shelf so they can sell plush toys. Yeah. And Star Star Wars is still a really good movie. Yeah, but I mean I gave it a six. <laughs> it's a watchable and I'm gonna see it again more than once because that's me with every Star Wars movie. Yeah, so they're not they I don't think they completely ruined Star Wars. No, but they definitely they definitely took a little bit of its soul out. Okay. They put some some big doughy eyes in. I'll still watch the Avengers vs. X-Men Super War movie that's going to come out. Dude, it's going to be the Avengers vs. X-Men in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah. The Simpsons are going to make an appearance. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. It's going to be must-see, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Must likely be water trash. Yeah. What was uh, while we're on? What's up with this? What's up with that? What's up with Matt Damon making comments still? <laughs> Saying he knows people who aren't rapists. Wasn't there a petition to get him out of Ocean's Eight? Yeah, there's a petition for that. There's Chris Christoph asked me if I was gonna boycott downsizing. I was like, why? I mean, I mean I'm gonna boycott it because it looks like it sucks. Yeah, but exactly. I'm still gonna see it. It's just why can't he just keep his mouth shut? I don't understand. I guess because he's got the biggest soapbox he can get by being a movie star. We, I mean, we haven't seen downsizing yet. No, as of this recording. But, but everyone I've spoken well, to. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So we haven't seen it. Up to, it yeah, you're right. You're right. Every, everyone we've talked to so far says it's not good. Or has implied it. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking today about how, how downhill has his like career gone. Like, yeah. Suburbicon sucked. Is it even downhill? Or did he just kind of like... Well, he used to make good movies. Well, when he had to. Like, yeah. He had to like, establish right. himself. Now he's, he's like making money. Yeah. But now he's making like the wall and oh, downsizing the great, great wall, yeah. yeah. Whatever it's called. Yeah. Just like these trash movies. Just trash. Well, I think garbage. of like the Suburbicon versus the informant. It's like the exact same character, except in the informant, he's like actually trying to like act. And it's a, <laughs> and it's a good movie. Yeah, and it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Just bring back the. Uh, all you gotta do is just bring back that Oscar as a character from Suburbicon. What? And yeah, I'll consider it a good movie. Matt Damon is good, like you want him to be in a movie, that yeah. movie probably would have been pretty good. Because you know he can be good. The guy's yeah. a great actor. Yeah, he's yeah, been He just doesn't have to be good anymore. Iconic film. He, he finally got his freaking Oscar. Did he get an Oscar? <laughs> Did he? For what? I don't know. Didn't he get an Oscar? Or they got Should writing an Oscar? Yeah. Right here he had an Oscar. He had an Oscar. Yeah. I think you were thinking of Leonardo. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the Revenant. Yeah, I finally got his Oscar. Okay, now, he, so Matt Damon started yeah, off good. He at the top, so I guess there's nowhere to go but down. Matt Damon's bad. He makes only bad movies, it seems. Yeah. At this point in his career. Yeah, just little to no respect left for Matt Damon. Yeah, and that's been another segment of What's Up With This? What's, what's Up With That? that? 
All right, and we got to get out of here, so. Um, oh, not quite. No? Any quick trailer talk cool. predictions? Oh. oh, yeah, you didn't exactly make trailers. Yeah, I was a little, got a little lost on the way to the theater. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we definitely want to make some predictions before we got here. Yeah, we do need to make some predictions. Hey, dig the eye on. So we're seeing next week. I think you wanted to see Molly's game. It comes out on Christmas. Game. It comes out on Monday, so we'll have all week. Aaron Sorkin, baby. Aaron Sorkin's direct directorial directorial debut. debut. Yeah, uh, we know him as a pretty good writer from yeah, maybe the know, best Money that ever was. Uh, <laughs> some other movies. Yeah, <laughs> good television shows. Great, great TV, great movies. Yeah. Um, Boy, I mean, um, and it's starring pretty underrated in my opinion, Jessica Chastain. I don't think she gets enough love. I don't think so either. I don't believe she's underrated. She is. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow, I've never seen a bad performance out of her. No, definitely not. Um, I'm a little worried about it. This movie. All right. All right. All right. I just don't think the trailers <laughs> make it look that good. Trailers look a little cheesy in my mind. Well, that's just because you're seeing Eat Zelda too much. He's in everything now. He is. And so everything you're putting him in is like, well, is it good or is it just... Yeah. But I, I mean, I guess I got pretty high hopes. It seems very like good. But he is good. Good That's game the thing. movie. He is good. He's just in everything. So it seems like, well, it can't all be good. Yeah. We know the mountain between That's us was not good. I heard he was good in it. But yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, I'm sure he was good, but the movie was bad. So, yeah. Okay. Prediction? Um... I'm going to go with a uh, six. I'm going to be even a little more conservative and go with a five. Oh, wow. I'm just setting the table for this is his first movie, and even though he's great and he obviously knows his way around a film set, yeah, that's um, what I was thinking that about doesn't mean he's going to be a good director. Yeah. So we'll have to see. I hope I hope he knocks it out of the park. I really do. I so, hope he comes up and first pitch, grand slam. Yeah. First pitch he sees in the majors and hits it right over the fence. I thought you were going to go something a little higher than that. Oh, no. I'm going to be real. That's what I was thinking this. with the... Uh, oh, yeah, Michael Sarah playing himself, pretty much. Really? Well, he's just called Player X, but don't they call him Michael in the trailer? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, because he's just one of the... She runs those high-stakes poker games. Yeah, think. he's a player. Yeah, he's a real player. Is it like that Ocean's, what is it, 12? Where he's just like playing poker with all the celebrities? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like just like that, I think. That's what it seemed like in the trailer. Yeah. Anyway. But there's only Michael Sarah. Huh? No Jake Gilly. He's not in this movie. Yeah, I think he was in that Ocean's scene, though, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. No, it was Topher. Oh, Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Oh, yeah, yeah. Josh, right. Josh Jackson, or whatever The great Scott Jackson. What was that guy's name? <laughs> Jet Jackson. <laughs> the great Jet Jackson. Oh, wait, that guy died. That was the famous Jet Jackson. Rest in peace. Also a television show. Well, probably a Disney Channel original movie also. Oh, I'm sure they did an original they made movie. movie. Yeah. They made the movie. I think they did a motor-crossed Jet they Jackson. They made Steven's movie and... Clarissa explains it all. Wait, that was Nickelodeon? Yeah. <laughs> Global Guts. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk about those on our classic Nickelodeon television game shows uh, podcast. Sounds good, sounds great. Um, so this has been another very exciting 
uh, <laughs> Munchy Movie Monday Madness podcast. Yeah, thanks for munching with us. Um, I just want to leave you with one last thing. I got it up on the whiteboard here in the studio. Uh, life is just a shipwreck of our plans. Take that what you will. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Thanks for munching. Bye. See ya.